listening to Nexus Global APM on air, where we bring our listeners the connection between excellence and knowledge. I'm Larry Olson. I'll be your host for this session of APM on air. We are now in episode three of a five-part series of Demaic Process for Root Cause Analysis. Looking into part three, we really begin to analyze the incident we are conducting an RCA on. This is where the rubber hits the road as we start to make people uncomfortable. Not because we're getting ready to blame people, but because we're getting ready to go deep. Deep into memories and deep into solving the problem, let's take the data we collected from the measure phase and begin to transpose that data into fact-driven information. In an RCA process, we must minimize assumptions and maximize facts supported by data. We must take the data and align it to suspected causes. The root cause must show a relationship to the problem statement we created in the define phase. So let's just talk about this a second. So in define, I'm going to use an example. We define this as our problem statement. Defect parts are randomly produced throughout the day, leading to an average defect rate of 12%. Whoa, we probably all know what 12% defect rate does to our OEE. So, the example now that we're looking at here is, uh, now let's start to link the causes back to the problem statement. So, in this respect, the operator pushed the button to start the machine and the product came out defective. There may be a connection between pushing the button and what happened. A deeper investigation is necessary, though, to determine the root cause. So we need to ask some more questions. Did the defect occur each time the button was pushed? Was the defect consistent? If not, what process factors differed between the time the results were acceptable and unacceptable? Hmm, all good questions. We need those answers. So what we're going to do here is trying to determine the potential causes that may explore the process of operation more deeply. As an RCA analyst, you are now wearing your investigator's cap and trying to ask yourself and others about all the possible relationships, regardless if we can confirm it or not at this point. Remember, we're collecting more information. We are in the need-to-know business at this point. These relationship questions will answer the what, when, where, how, why, and if people were involved, and who was involved. Here we try to determine relationships of force or a transfer of some type of energy, as well as if there was a relationship to human factors. If force is the root cause, Correction factors are much different than if human factor is the root cause. We will determine all of this once we start using the RCA tools and documentation of evidence takes place along each of the steps. The evidence needs to be statistically and quantitatively confirmed. Our goal now is to extend the information gathered and to start charting this out by using one of the many RCA tools available to us. There are probably eight or more tools that can be used, but I'll touch on a few of them here uh, just for reference. Uh, Ishikawa, 
which many of us may know as uh, fishbone. And this is really organizing causes into categories or systems, you know, such as the six M's. Six M's are machine, man, method, materials, measures, mother nature. So we're just trying to organize some of the causes into these different categories. Or we can use the five whys. It just, uh, it's a simple process. And if you just listen to your children, uh, when you tell them no, they always reply why, and then you give them an answer, and they'll say why, and then you give them another answer, they'll say why. Actually, they're, they're the perfectionists of five whys, so if there's any problem with understanding five whys, just tell your children no. Pareto charting. Pareto charting is, is really about organizing data based on frequency of events or frequency of things happening, cause and effect or cause mapping. I like to call it line of sight because we're really drilling down and we're, we're putting a cause for each of the symptoms. So we have a symptom and there's a cause. We have a symptom and there's a cause. Just drilling that down in and trying to bottom it out to the root cause. And failure modes and effective analysis, uh, really this is trying to determine what the failure mode is and how we're going to prevent that failure mode or mitigate that failure mode from happening. These are, to name a few, some of the tools that can be used. Throughout the entire analysis process, you're, you're going to be creating these corrective action suggestions along the way. And remember, these are just suggestions, and they'll roll over into the identify and implement phase. It's really important that we start identifying these suggestions because we need to start quantifying them once we get into the identify. Okay, so... Again, another session almost wrapped up here, and I, and I hope you take some time to do your process mapping and get some of your fishbone, five whys, Pareto charting done. Uh, so the next session, we can start identifying what those things are that you're going to implement. So this really puts a wrap on the analyze phase. Now we have some meat on the bone and should have driven down to the root cause. Analyze phase could take maybe hours, uh, maybe weeks. Most importantly is that you're satisfied with your, with your root cause that you've discovered and that you have some good suggestions coming out of there for actions that will prevent or mitigate those future failures from happening. Uh, remember the example of pushing the button caused a defect? Well, after we drilled down into the root cause, we discovered that the defect not only happened when you pushed the start button, but it happened every time there was a line stoppage. Whoa, a line stoppage. Where'd that come from? <laughs> the line stoppage came from jams in the line, which took us to a new root cause fact-finding mission, and that was another root cause analysis that we did. The defect was a small ding in the side of the product from a stopper not retracting due to a bad cylinder that was hanging up because there was no lubrication. Well, there was no lubrication because... It was never identified as requiring maintenance. Now it's time to implement the solution. So the root cause of the problem is not been discovered totally yet, but the root cause of the problem causing the ding has been discovered and mitigated through a, a new maintenance procedure, which will include lubrication of the cylinder or an automatic lubrication system uh, installed on the cylinder. We still have this problem of a jam, though, that we're trying to solve, and we'll solve that at another time. So part four of this series will focus on 
implementation. It's the how part of our mitigation. And it's the most important part leading up to the control phase. So stay tuned for part four of DMAIC through root cause analysis. Thanks again for tuning in. If anybody wishes to obtain more information about Nexus Global or our solutions, you can visit us at our website, www.nexusglobal.com, or send an inquiry to info at nexusglobal.com. Please follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks to our listeners for joining us today and wish everyone a productive and safe day. Bye for now.